0: Treat me like a
1: fool, treat me mean and cruel, but love me. Bring my faithful heart.
2: Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry.
1: And I'm your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Rafi Dangerfield. I get no respect, Lisa. If I fall (laughs) asleep, I don't hear the end of it. But this time I'm awake.
2: Then you don't get to chime in on all these hot topics.
1: Well, I I drank a purple Red Bull. That's the only Red Bull I drink. And I'm not inebriated, so hopefully I can stay awake.
2: You have a certain Red Bull that you won't drink.
1: I only drink the purple one. That's it.
2: Real status. All right. (laughs) This week, we will talk about the episode with Karina Longworth and the Thursday episode, Allison's bathroom buddy, Allie's eyebrow eyebrow prank, Daniel's life hack. But first, let's welcome our very special guest all the way from the East Coast, (laughs) Jay Inslee. Welcome, Jay.
0: Hey guys, how's everybody doing?
2: Yeah, pretty good. I I'm so glad you could make it. And I'm glad I didn't forget about recording tonight, like I did with Ray. So, uh,
0: mm. <laughs> oh, I, I made sure I had a Ray Morgan vaccine before I called him in the show, so no. I wouldn't have that happen to me. As a matter of fact, I was you know we were talking just before the show, and uh, I came prepared. I have my twelve year old Bowmore single malt Scotch whiskey that I'm drinking.
2: Nice. So yes. about. Two weeks ago, I think it was our neighbor. We threw a birthday party for him, so we all got together and we did a whiskey tasting birthday party. Ooh. It was really awesome. So, it we didn't just keep it to whiskey. We did do the scotch, and we did we did like six different f- flavors. Mm-hmm. So just all across the board. And his wife kind of typed out this whole thing about the different flavors, and it was a lot of fun. And this weekend, there's another whiskey tasting down at this uh, English pub that we go to mm-hmm. shout out to you Brittany. i i i definitely stole a napkin holder for you from this restaurant but yeah i'm i'm glad you're drinking in, in my in my honor Just kidding. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so cheers hi, cheers yes <laughs> cheers i'll cheers to you with my glass of red wine
0: mm-hmm. um
2: i usually have some sort of whiskey or something in the shed but i it's the shed is dry, folks, except for this glass of wine, folks. Okay, my intro and my folks, I, I swear I'm not working for the news or anything. Or a radio <laughs> show. <laughs> so, Jay, how are you doing? I, we got to talk, I mean, we caught up before recording. Yep. And you're talking about all kinds of awesome Jenna and Al stuff. And I don't I know, know how much you want to share, I but know. like, how are you doing?
0: Sure, I'm doing great. I know it's been a long time. I think we last talked in June. Um, I have been doing a lot of Jenna now stuff since they moved on out to Georgia. Um, just out of luck has it. Um, just stuff around there. Built their built Jenna's Wikipedia page, which was lots of fun. We talked about that. Um, basically updating some soundboard stuff. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And then I got to do the best of episodes for Sorry Not Sorry, which was so much fun. Um, I had actually did them really, really early in the year. And, uh, I was excited cause I didn't know they were going to actually publish them when the baby came and, uh, the best of episodes. Like I think when you hear a lot of best of episodes, they're, they're kind of boring and it's like clip after clip after clip. So like I tried jazzing them up, I put funny little things in there. And one of my favorites was if you listen to the second one, the story about Jenna getting her phone ripped off at the uh, airport I had like a bunch of little sound effects to really kind of embellish the story. I thought it was funny. I think most people did too. So a lot of stuff around Jen and Al. Yeah.
2: That is so, so cool. I I think it's awesome that they trust you with their baby, basically. So I think that's a huge honor. And I have not listened to the latest episodes yet. So I can't wait to listen. Usually best of episodes, you're right. Not only are they usually clip shows, right. but a lot of times they do, not even best of, they'll just do, oh, we're just going to replay this one episode from before, and I just delete. <laughs> but the best of ones I will listen yeah. to. But you're right, it is just kind of the clips, and you're kind of reminiscing a little But If you added something extra to it, I'm so excited to hear that.
0: Yes, yeah. And the uh, I was making a funny point. On the second one, too, I, I actually, because I've never been on any of the shows. As a matter of fact, my son has been on Sorry, Not Sorry. Um doing a Jenna Tries juniors. So my only chance to be on the show was doing a yodel during one <laughs> of the cutscenes. So it was really, really embarrassing. But Whoa, again, the other, wait,
2: first of all, you can yodel.
0: <clears throat> I did it for this show. So download the sorry, not sorry okay, episode. Okay. The greatest hits the second one. And you'll hear me yodel. I will not do it here. Cause I don't want anybody recording me and, and play my drops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the other the other thing we've been doing really is just working on getting them on Patreon as well. So now having you know Allison on Patreon and then Jen and Al, which the way I was, those guys were so helpful during the transition of you know when Allison left Corolla. um I always think back how Jen and Al really came to her rescue, and it was like that was that was the point where we really kind of locked me in as a fan so that's why i really like to show a lot of spirit you know obviously not just to allison but also jen and al and you know now that they're out in georgia on the east coast the better coast some people might say mm. um it's nice to, to kind of show some support over there too
2: i know you know what's so weird when the original thursday gang bailed and jumped ship Right. It was kind of interesting how she she did, I mean, they jumped in and they pieced it back together and they made it something even greater. And I love the fact that once they're gone, the Thursday gang doesn't exist anymore. Not that I'm excited about that because yeah. but <laughs> there's no replacements where there was right. before and I think that's kind of that says something to, about
0: them. It it does. I mean, we we shared our live stream with Allison and Jenna. In the her whole family this past Sunday, right?
2: Oh my gosh, that was so much fun! It was, it was so, so much fun than a typical live stream because we weren't really yeah. interacting as much with Allison. People would send in kind of messages, and she would read them and ask questions to Jenna. And it was just, it was almost like we were just not in a creepy way, but kind of spying or kind of listening in on one of their private Skype conversations.
0: But it, no, it questions at the it same was. Point. Yeah, it really, really was, and you know, I, I, gosh, Sam is getting so big. Oh my God, I mean, to see all the kids, to see all the kids, Elliot and Sam and little Dylan, it was awesome. It was really, really awesome, and and did it not feel like it was looking at your own? It's like looking at your own family you're kind of like, oh, these are people in a different state, and you forget that, oh, uh, no, this isn't my family. There's the creepy factor. But, right. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, it's so cute watching the kids grow up. I mean, that's what I'm kind of talking about, watching the kids grow up. And it's like, you know these kids. And, and Sam, if, if, you know, if you haven't seen it, you got to go to Alison Rosen's Patreon because that's where you'll see the feed. And, you know, uh, Sam was so cute. She gets so excited when the camera was on. She could see Allison and we thought she could see us, and she had a big smile. It was really awesome.
2: It is. The live streams are the most fun. And I think this one, even though it was different, it was that extra bonus because it was Jenna and we got to see Al and we got to see their kids and kind of, and also seeing that moment between Allison and Jenna where they were sort of missing each other and getting a little misty. So that was nice. But, Then, also, in our feed, we were kind of just commenting back and forth a little bit, too, (laughs) privately, so that was kind of fun. It was, like, layers of interaction, but, yeah, Patreon is definitely worth it. I realize life's expensive and the holidays are coming up, but, like, supporting Allison on there is not just good for her, but it's good for, for you as a fan. It's so much fun. It's just something to look forward to every time.
0: Yeah, all the little bonus stuff, and I don't know if if you guys have noticed, but it's been a real kick up on Allison's stuff. You know, uh, it's actually been a real bonus if you're a patron for both of them, because there's been tons of bonus material, tons of it.
2: Oh yeah, and this month Allison's going to have a bonus episode with her, where we get to interview her, basically ask her right. questions, and then yep. she's going to add a second bonus episode with Greg Heller this Greg. month, which I'm so excited yeah. about. I was like, Hallelujah! first I was like, come I mean, on, let it be Colonel Jeff. No, it's Greg it's great color. Right. I was
0: going to say, it wasn't as great as Colonel Jeff was going to do a, a you know third or fourth Patreon episode.
2: I have a million questions still for him. But yeah, for, well, for we, Greg. We know. All of us know. <laughs> for Greg, I couldn't think of any questions. And I think we still have a couple of days to submit them, but I, I can't think of anything. I just want to hear his voice and his... I just want to wow. hear about what he's doing in his life, because... Everything he does or says is funny and interesting, and just I don't know. We need more updates with him, along with Jenna and L. And I
3: mentioned, hold, hold that, on one second.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey Raphael, did you ever picture when you were a younger boy, I can't wait to meet a woman someday that speaks that way about me. You know, because Lisa is just in love. She can't figure out if she wants Jeff or Greg.
3: <laughs> well, um, Greg's when I was short, a boy. <laughs>
0: I
1: did not ever think that, no. Oh, okay, never mind. Thanks Thanks for the help, David.
2: <laughs> when I met Greg in person, I was like, holy crap. He's like a really handsome, compact man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so a drop.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, Colonel Jeff, there's something about him. I don't know. I had, Put him
0: together. Put I him had, together and then bam.
2: Oh, Wait, wait, wait! What are you talking about? Because my brain—I uh, don't went. know. <laughs> my brain just went <laughs> in the direction it usually goes. <laughs> uh Earl Jeff, I had the most oh,
0: oh delicious, boy. Yeah, tell delicious
2: us. dream the other day.
0: Oh, the other good night, grief. Um, <laughs> the house is going under a bridge. We're losing connection.
2: <laughs> oh my god! I'm so glad my husband doesn't listen to this. But it was one of those dreams. You know, usually when you're having a good dream, you wake up kind of and you try and get it back and it kind of goes away this one like my brain okay i we're about to do shout outs this is a shout out to my brain for letting me continue my dream for however long it lasted because it was amazing and didn't get cut short (laughs) oh my god i lost my mind (laughs) fuck uh all right speaking of shout outs why don't we do some shout outs jay
0: Oh my gosh, I, I feel like I'm on the spot. I have no I have no shout outs uh, particular individuals, um, but I want to shout out to everybody who definitely not only listens to Jenna and Al and Allison, but even this show because I know I listen to it every single week. I may not be able to get through every single episode, but I do listen to it every single week. Get and through. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes they kind of drawn on and on, but but anyway, I I I mean you know, from Trice to Ray to everybody who's on the shows, I always listen and I always laugh, Uh, have such a great time. I'd love to hear some new meat coming to these, you know, into these episodes and helping these two fools that host this each week. But um, really it's everybody who listens and participates and uh, you know, I wasn't even in the show last week, but the Twitter going back and forth between <laughs> Lee and Toby yes. this week, just I'm like getting tagged and I'm going, I, I all I do is play have One silly drop and I and I just laugh because it's such a great community. Everybody is absolutely fantastic. That's is that a politically great, correct to think everybody.
2: Out. No, that's a great one. I actually I'm going to I'm going to tag Tim you on that one. Not not only were you getting tagged on all the tweets but also at rm guitars was getting tagged on all of them because i actually misspelled oh that's right <laughs> raffies twitter handle uh mm-hmm. so at rm guitars it, welcome if you're a new listener uh listen to ari and then you'll know what we're talking about or not just be part of the party <laughs> <laughs> um my so then i started you know removing him from my reply but I don't think everybody did and there were a lot of back and forth on that one so um welcome but also a shout out to the people who listen because for the past I don't know how many months since my laptop took a shit I don't edit quite as much as I used to I do edit it but I don't do a fine-tooth comb like I used to so my apologies I let it go long I leave a lot of the ums and the likes and the dead air and all the stuff that I usually as Colonel Jeff said, uh, what did he say? Tighten it up? I don't know. I forgot what he said, but anyway. Oh,
0: tighten it up. That's right.
2: Yeah. He, he tightens it up and makes it all clean. And and I used to try and do that and I had the time to do it and I haven't. So I appreciate the people that are putting their own time into listening, even though a lot of times I'm just like, uh, r- huh. yeah, please don't make that to a try. <laughs>
0: Anyway, I I know from somebody who, somebody who does listen, I love it. I think they're, I, it's so natural and it makes me laugh. The best part is the snoring, which is not normally done by you, but yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, Robbie. Uh, My other shout out is to Bruised by Dawn. I received his beer and it was delicious. He had a dry stout that was wonderful. I've been branching out to new podcasts now that I have more time Uh, by myself, that I can listen to new things. And I've been branching out outside of comedy. So I started listening to Ologies with Allie Ward, which is awesome. And I started listening to Space Cave with David Huntsberger, And I'm obsessed with both of them now. I am now a Patreon supporter of David Huntsberger, And I'm going to be probably tomorrow with uh, for Allie Ward also. So uh, it's They're both of the, I I don't know what to say unless you've heard it, but both of their podcasts are super, super awesome. But Bruce by Don, I mentioned this to him and he made some suggestions. So my shout outs are going to be to some new podcasts to check out that I have not yet, but I've subscribed and I haven't started listening to yet, but he recommends them. So in the dark, it's a true crime podcast, Dan Carlin, Hardcore History, which somebody told me to listen to this before and I never listened to it. And this sounds right up my alley. He also does one called Common Sense, which is more of a political one. Both of those sound amazing. Uh, BBC Radio 4 In Our Time and History of the World in 100 Objects, which I subscribe to all of them today because I thought, okay, I'm going to forget about these and I need to start some new podcasts because not only do I, I just love learning so much and I never have enough time to read and finish the five books that I've started. So having podcasts where I'm learning makes it feel so much better. So, uh check those out because I'm going to also. Lil Raffy, shoutouts?
1: Uh first of all, shout out to RM Guitars. <laughs> also, there is an RMC Guitars one. Oh. And it's also a guitar company and I'm like, "Yeah, motherfucker, I got your name." And I don't know why they want it cuz they like don't tweet or do anything with it, but fuck 'em. Um shout out to Paul as well. Um, I, we, he was talking, uh, we were DMing and he was saying how much he's loving ologies. Um, and I told him, I was like, ah, I, I, I can't subscribe to it because I have like too many podcasts as it is. And then sure enough, I like blew through all the episodes and I subscribed and, um, shout out to bruised by dawn as well, because I think, Think me and Rachel are gonna brew a beer coming up here Whoa. pretty soon. Uh, it's not gonna be as good as anything he makes, but you know. Are you or gonna Paul, add a margarita Paul. to it? Uh, no, <laughs> I think Paul. <laughs> I think Paul also brews beer, right? Because he sent he me does. beer.
2: Yes, that's shout
1: right. out to he... both of them.
2: Yeah, fuck yeah.
1: Um, shout out to Adriana. You have a lovely name. I was confused. I was not uh, saying anything bad about your name. Shout out to Trap Dog, his cat recently died. R.A.P. Sabrina, oh, that stinks. And shout out to Trice for secretly messaging Allison and giving us false hope that she actually listens oh. to our program.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for doing the legwork that we should be doing instead of just spouting off crap into a mic. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh shit i, I had some sh- I had some tag on shout outs to yours as well. Now I can't remember. Um, Adriana no but sh- actually yes shout out to her I, I'm glad I said her name correctly saying her last name I probably would not say it correctly your name is awesome and I think we were mostly I was laughing at Rafi Rafi was laughing because he was confused and <laughs> there goes that <laughs> <laughs> but yes the, shout out to Adriana and in the spirit of Adriana and her, her ideas I wanted to ask colonel jeff what he brought to the show
1: i don't know two
0: dozen barbie heads
1: nice
2: (laughs) okay he there were so many colonels colonels uh this week especially on the thursday episode that i thought Mm -hmm. he's really stepping up his game maybe he's really like you know trying to get on the show that's that's what i'm that's what i'm turning it into there were so many. There's no way I could play all of them, so I'm gonna put them in t- together and put them somewhere at some point. But
0: you can pe- pepper them throughout the show.
2: That's a good idea. Replace
0: hey. replace all those with the likes instead of the likes. Just put up. <laughs> okay. yep. um, yeah, actually, there's one. There's one anti shout out. Can I just give one anti shout out? Yes. Yeah. The fools who ripped off Megan Scooter.
2: Oh, sons of bitches! Yeah,
0: you can go straight to hell because honestly, that is just so not cool.
2: What the actual fuck? I am so mad about this. So fucking mad. (laughs) Uh.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to bring the whole show down, folks. So Sweet Megan, um, if you hadn't seen it, um, some little bastards ripped off her freaking scooter. And there's nothing more cute than... It's Chloe is her dog's name, right? Yeah. Chloe and Megan on that scooter. I mean, every time she talks, every time she's talking about popping Xanax and liquor, I'm (laughs) always picturing them riding on that scooter i know she's gonna hate me for um, that I, I, that's not true that's not true at all but the point is
2: you're saying she stole her own scooter
0: <laughs> oh i didn't think about that that's but super anyway.
2: super sad i m- yeah. maybe we should do a GoFundMe for her for maggie poo scooter we should,
0: we should, a new <laughs> oh man we could so trick it out
2: i know oh my god it'd be like Airbrushed Allison Rosen themed.
0: Yeah, and then she beeps the horn. And it'd be like you know, um, it could be anything. Could be touch the tushy, touch touch the tushy, hey, tushy. Hey, you know, it'd be hey. great.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So good. All right, Megan, zip up your pants. I I know that was exciting for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's wrong with me? All right, should we talk about Monday's episode with Karina Longworth?
0: Let's get this going.
1: Okay, good.
2: Okay, I couldn't be more excited that she was going to be on the show. She is the host of You Must Remember This, which, another shout-out. By the way, another, I'll add an A to that to that word, shout-out to Paul, because he is the one that suggested this show, this podcast, to me, and it became my obsession. Like, it, an extreme obsession, because I love this show, I love everything about old Hollywood, and so then I researched... Every all of her notes that she puts on each show, she writes which books that she's gotten things from and which movies she's watched. And I started collecting them, and my collection became uh, to a few hundred books (laughs) that I've collected. That now it's so daunting because I look at my bookshelf, my fake books, Lil Uh (laughs) Rafi. And I look at that and I think there's so much amazing information in there and I can't get it into my brain quick enough. So I, I love Karina for this and I love Paul for this because this just opened up my whole life and maybe it closed it off. My actual life got closed off because this got opened. But Karina wanted to start this podcast and she her idea was a cross between This American Life meets Hollywood Babylon it's kind of like the Hollywood scandal and the sort of gossip and, but then the real stuff, you know, this American life where you're really getting down to the, the nitty gritty of everything. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised at how big the, her show has gotten because in my mind, I'm like, I'm the only person that loves this stuff. Like nobody wants to read these dusty books and watch these old movies and listen to this kind of crap. But apparently a lot of people do. And I, I think that's kind of awesome. So do either of you listen to this show?
1: Nope. I do not listen, but it's because there's just not enough time for all the podcasts. But it does sound super interesting, and um, I feel like if I were to listen to one, I'd want to listen to all of them. So I, I just can't do it. Okay, it's a gateway well, podcast. This is where
2: where you need to start. It is you need to start with the Manson series. She does series, which is kind of is really cool, or she'll do some one offs. The Manson series is, is amazing. And I, I already had a real love of learning everything about the whole Manson murders. And it's, it's something that has scared me and intrigued me my whole adult life, or maybe even earlier than that, where it's just like that whole story is just kind of crazy. Um, Jay, did you say you listened or no? Uh,
0: So, well, no, I have, I have a very different take, but um, I wanted to touch one thing. The cool thing about our podcast, though, is it seems like they're very bingeable, right? They're, they're the seasons and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, so when I listened, I, very different perspective. When I listened to it, and I knew you were a fan going into this uh, for some reason. I can't remember why. But I knew you were a fan of doing this. So I, I started listening. This is my first ever exposure to Karina. And I'm listening to the show, and I'm like, okay. And, and at some point, like 30 minutes in, I'm like, "Geez, I'm crow. And again, I don't, I've never heard this woman before. Just, I'm not familiar with her. And I'm like, at one point, I'm like, Jesus, is Allison going to drag her through this whole podcast? And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, this is just not working. It's, I don't get it. I don't get her. I'm not understanding what's going on. There was a point where I was ready to bail. But again, I felt like over and over again, I'm like, you know what? I got to give this person a chance. So I ended up downloading the – um her she started this new season with the old-time horror movies. Right. 20 minutes in that podcast i was hooked and because of that i am now binging all these stinking podcasts and it was just (laughs) yeah it was and it was like for some reason it it just was not clicking and i wasn't interested and i didn't really like i there was some like there was like a lot of whining in the whole thing and i'm like oh this is awful kind of like me talking anyway but then when i started listening to her put the whole thing together and she's describing the history and the story and much like you you know I love that stuff. And I don't know if it's just generational or, you know, I like hearing that history. I love the way she presents the stories in, you know, you must be remember this. I'm totally hooked and I cannot wait to hear all of them.
2: Okay. So so I was so hooked and I was worried. First of all, I'm, as far as I know, I'm the first one to recommend her being on Allison's show. So I will take credit for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the last times she asked who should be on the show. And I'm like, Karina Longworth, for sure. Number one, because I'm obsessed with the show. But number two, I don't know anything about her personal life. And I am not a person that researches people. I just, I I guess I like it organically. If something I stumble upon where I'm like, oh, I didn't know about this or about this person or whatever. um, I just had never heard her interviewed before, but I have not seeked it out as well. So for her to be on Allison's show, it was just my two worlds colliding. And I was really excited about it. That being said, there are things that bother me about Karina and (laughs) the way she says her, her D's. No, I'm trying to remember how she does it. She mispronounces something, but I think I've seen on some of her message boards, a lot of people are like, I can't even listen because you mispronounce things all the time. (laughs) Oh, she says her T's as D's. So during Allison's show, she was very good about not doing that. That was Mm -hmm. one thing that kind of took me out of her show originally. But other than that, Which is such a minor thing that I was just like, I don't even care. Just whatever. It doesn't matter. I love her show so much. But how is that going to parlay itself into an ARI YMBF episode? Right. That being said, listening to her on Allison's show, I felt she was... Number one, she opened up about herself pretty quickly, which was very nice. And like eye-opening about her past, which I didn't know anything about. That was really cool. And Allison's good about doing that. But Karina seemed sort of like a diva a little bit or I, I don't even know what the word not even super diva but just a little bit not even rude it was just like something on the border of unlikable
0: <laughs> yeah As yes <laughs> I, I totally i totally agree although and maybe she's just kind of flat like that you know or thorny the, she seems um, a
2: little like she's got yeah a like a little like
0: on. pissed. Right, pissed off at everybody who didn't give her a break. Although, there are these little glimmers of, like, I also don't give a shit. Like, you know, was she the one where her the boyfriend is directing yes. the new Star Wars movie? Right. And it was almost when Allison said it, which I'm kind of like, listen, Allison's trying to promote this thing. That's kind of cool. But she was like, yeah, whatever, let's not talk about him. I'm like, okay, listen, okay, sweetheart. <laughs> Uh, it is it is pretty big. I mean, some people are into Star Wars. But, you know, I guess she's just kind of one of those people that wants to, it's all about her and her career and what she built. And, you know, there was definitely a lot of thorniness, like you said, but also a lot of, hey, I worked hard on this stuff right. and I want it to stand on its own. And I was like, damn it, I really, I can really respect that, which was the only reason I decided to, because I hated her so much. I was like, I gotta <laughs> listen to this damn map. I, I want to make sure that You know, she's really crazy. And then I'm like, damn it. She's like an idiot servant. This is a really good podcast.
2: Right. Like she's amazing at what she does. I love the fact that she's that she's brought this to us because she does a great job at it. And maybe she I I don't know what her I don't know what she's bringing to the table. A hundred percent as far as her personal life. But when she has us, she does an amazing show. She can put together an amazing script. She knows how to edit perfectly. She knows how to tell other people to edit. She knows what she wants and she puts out a great product and it's entertaining for me. So that is, like you said, you didn't even like her and you went in to listen and you loved it. So yeah. there's something to, yeah. to be said about that. She, She's meant to do that. Maybe she's not meant to have herself interviewed. <laughs> But that also being said, learning about the fact that she lost her mom at age 11, you put up a lot of walls when you go through that kind of trauma when you're younger and you go through, you know, she's worked hard to be where she's at and being a lonely kid. And I, I related so much to her as far as I didn't lose a parent. I I lost my dad physically. Not, I mean, he wasn't around at Mm -hmm. around the same age. I was 10 and that, I I feel like my question to her on through, through Patreon, actually Allison was, this was the first time Allison took questions through Patreon. It was really cool for her Monday guest And she read my question was where did you get your love of the first, um, Hollywood's first century. And when I'm listening to her and I'm thinking, wow, I feel like we had a lot of the, the same things happen to us at a young age. And I feel like old movies for me at a young age, It started at a young age, and I know Karina's a lot younger than I am, but that was my escapism. It was old movies and wanting to be a part of that world, and I think that kind of escaping my crappy childhood was what led me to it. And I was wondering if that's how she got there, too, but I don't know. She didn't really answer that part of it, but it was interesting to hear her backstory because I had no idea. I just figured she was just like some kid that went to film school, and she liked certain movies you know and and then she was on her way and she started reading some books but there was much more to the story which is nice
0: yeah you know it is interesting um so and maybe that's one of the things i again i don't know if we've talked about this before but i lost my father um he passed away when i was eight years old and so again i had to grow up, i had to grow up very very fast um because i think many of us just you're right when you lose a parent that young as much as maybe the other parent tries their best to, to I don't know, compensate, um, I just didn't have that opportunity. So I'm very, very, I've always been very career-driven, very self-independent. And I think that must be what it is. And I'm wondering if I just saw a lot of myself in her thorniness, you know, and that's where I was like, I couldn't let it go. And and maybe, maybe you know, to your point, maybe you could relate to that because you're like, well, maybe there's a lot of these aspects that are similar to to your person. Um yeah. It's interesting. Po- I, it's so her. You got to listen to her podcast. I mean, you must remember this uh, is it it's really put together. Well, and I will tell you this. I was hooked after the first 20 minutes. Cause again, I'm, I'm kind of in the car and I'm listening to it and she, she sets up the rules and she sets up the scene and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever. But then when she starts to go into it, I'm like, oh yeah, what happens next? What happens <laughs> yes. next? You know?
2: Oh my gosh. Listen to the Manson one. It's gripping. Yeah, uh, I'm going to listen know, to
0: them all. I can't wait to.
2: There are some, and she has said her very first episode, which is on Kim Novak, uh, she's not allowed to say where it is located, but it's on SoundCloud. So if you guys want to go look for it, uh, cool. she's not allowed to mm-hmm. say it because of, there's copyright BS and all this kind of stuff. But I started with the very second episode, which is what led me to the <laughs> the Frank Sinatra and Outer Space Records that's where I started with her show, where it was just, she opened up this whole world where I thought, okay, that's cool. And then going back and listening to the Kim Novak one, that was amazing. And I read her book and I realized I don't think I would like her as a person in real life. But there were even other people where I thought, there are so many people that I already know that I love, but I'm excited to learn more like Hetty Lamar and, and Rita Hayworth and people like that. But then there are people like Dory Pre, I think it's Dory Previn, I think that's her name. That was one of my favorite episodes, and I had never heard of her, but listening to that, I thought, man, this this Along where she goes deep, and she makes me want to learn even more about what she's talking about. So, yeah, yeah. her show is amazing. I'm addicted. Little Rafi, gotta make some time for this one. It's good.
1: I might start with the Kim Novak. Um, I recently bought Vertigo on DVD, because uh, it's one of my faves, but I am totally with her on hating superhero movies. Yes. And completely gloss over the new Star Wars that her boyfriend's directing, her husband, whatever. (laughs) I was like, yeah, keep it moving. I don't want to hear about this.
2: Also, her guilty pleasure movie is the same as yours and mine.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Pretty woman all day.
2: (laughs) And not to bring it back to the city that I live in, but she was a teacher at Chapman University. That's the college that is in my city. So... Two thousand fourteen, three years ago, I could have run into a Karina Longworth teaching at that school.
1: When when we were there eating at the uh, restaurant near there, I like how you like took us <laughs> out of our way to drive us around the building. I don't know. You're
0: really like, did. Oh, <laughs> it's like, okay.
2: You're all I don't give a fuck about orange, okay, people? <laughs>
0: I do the same thing, though. People are coming over, like people come to New Hampshire. I'll go, well, who comes? And I'll take them up to, to like Sunapee, where Aerosmith's from. And I'm like, Aerosmith is from here. And people are like, I don't care.
2: <laughs> Mine's not even that. I'm like, that thing you do was filmed here in Big Mama's house. So <laughs> by the way, listening to Space Cave, uh, David Huntsberger had a that thing you do reference. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's wow. all wow. And I remembered my shout out really quick. It's not a shout out, but Rafi, after listening to oral, the horology episode, I uh, I already told you I wanted to get a watch. I decided I want to get a watch. I need, I need to get the perfect watch. And I already told you previously that I was afraid to get one because all my tattoos, it's a bit busy to have a watch. But now I'm thinking, I really want one. I don't want to have to look at my phone. To look at the time, because it takes me out of... Every- I just want to look at the time. I don't want to look that I have an extra email or notifications and whatever. So now, after listening to that episode, not only was that Vice vice guy awesome, now I realize I want to get a mechanical watch, but I need you to help me get the perfect watch. I'm on a quest.
1: Ugh, Lisa, you're making my dreams come true. Don't worry, I'll, <laughs> wow. I'll work up like some <laughs> spreadsheets, some uh, like graphs okay. and... Can, can I lay
2: a couple of things down on you?
1: Calculator yes. watch. First, number one is budget, but Oh, I don't, even want to,
2: I don't even want to think about budget first, because I want the perfect watch. I, I want something. I like men's watches for starters, but I, I can go for a women's watch. I like a bigger watch, is what I mean. I want a mechanical watch.
0: What does Jeff Fox wear for a watch? Oh my God, it's he wears like a, a Swiss
1: um, Seiko, I believe.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay. He's, uh... Oh no, thing... no,
1: no! It's a citizen. I think he was a citizen. We talked about this at Bumbershoot. Oh, okay. So you okay, need to watch I with me. Some... Look into that. But here's my Jeff... other stipulation: uh, Jeff Fox Stank.
2: Oh my god! I don't even know what the beginning of your sentence was, but I, I, I'm all ears about Jeff. Jeff...
0: I was saying <laughs> a, Jeff, a Jeff Fox watch with Stank on it. I mean, come uh, on. Oh my
2: god. You mean? Okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to elaborate. Uh. I want something that's vintage, but it doesn't have to be. If as long as it's got craftsmanship, that it's like a vintage watch, then I can go for that. But that led me. This is literally what I did six thirty in the morning yesterday. Okay, I need to talk. To, I need to talk about, to Rafi about getting a watch. Okay, I need to look at some watches. I'm just gonna look and see what I like. I'm on eBay. I'm like, okay, I found some vintage Omegas. Okay, these are fucking awesome. I really love these things. I'm like, okay, let me just talk to Rafi and like settle. Let me let him settle me down on what I need. But
1: <laughs> you know, you're, the opposite is gonna happen. You're getting me worked up, but my my thoughts on Jetbox and watch. There are these watches called erotic watches, and I'm not hmm. going to say any more. Just Google image search that when you have a free moment and no one's around.
2: All I heard was watch Colonel Jeff Fox erotic. Got it.
1: Um, How
0: do I end up on this damn show? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: I've already Googled it twice. It's weird.
2: Is that a euphemism for something else? <laughs>
0: Is that a, Wait, i don't understand i don't understand um so just step back a little because maybe I don't know this. how come it, Raphael, are you the watch expert because oh, boy i don't know this about I don't know this about raphael um I would not call myself an expert at anything
2: oh. He um, subscribes to watch podcasts
1: connoisseur one he's a watch connoisseur
0: <laughs> Sorry. one
2: a, a watch podcast is one too many. <laughs>
1: Shout out to you Paul are... again because we have bonded over uh the Omega Speedmaster going to the moon and whatnot. So. Okay, what's
2: about the, what's up with the Seamaster?
1: Um the Seamaster. Okay, so Is back that in a quartz watch or a mechanical
2: watch? No, no, no. I need to know. Omega
1: makes for the most part Sorry, everybody. Well they have mechanical the calendar watch. ones. Right? They they make like um like the current Space watch is like a quartz watch It's some crazy thing called like the Skywalker But forget about that thing um, It's I fine. want something Whatever. from
2: like the 40s to the 60s I don't want some Listen, Newfangled piece of crap
1: My brain is already Going <laughs> yes! through every watch yes! Don't worry <laughs> but I, I got gotcha you covered Some
2: early uh, Some 20s to 30s ones But they were pocket watches that were turning to wrist watches And they were omegas And I thought okay I just need to like talk to Rafi because I don't know what's what. I don't want to spend probably more than like 3 or 400.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say 1000 and I was like, "We got it. We got it." And you said 100, I was like, "Oh, fuck." I know Lisa. But then,
2: but then the vice ones are like not the low ones are like 950. I looked, I'm like duh. I'm done. I I could probably go more than that. I'm just saying roughly probably like 4 or 5. I don't know what I said originally, but it keeps going.
1: <laughs> um, it's going to be hard to find a Cartier tank in that I don't price have no range. But
3: I have, I'm um, so I have all my when it comes to team. watch I knowledge. A watch. <laughs> uh, this just man, turned into Lisa, a
2: horology episode. <laughs> I want to go to Torrance and visit this Vice place, though. Mm-hmm. This guy sounds awesome. You know,
1: you know what? This motherfucking guy. Cameron Weiss is his name, and yeah. he was on the—he was the orology expert on ologies um, a few weeks back. And they were his company was doing like a tour of the U.S., and they were like, you know, what? popping up at like watch boutiques and whatnot. Motherfucker popping up. was in Denver the day uh, before. I looked on his Instagram,
0: no! so I could have went and met him and told him how great he was on the <laughs> oh, show. My
1: God! I mean, I'm, I'm
0: not a. I'm not a watch expert, but I do have to. I will say this, Elisa. to start calling them timepieces because isn't that what they actually really are called?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: You can
1: you can call them timepieces. I I call my watch a watch, but if I feel like if like you have like a
0: high end watch, you'd be like, "And
1: this timepiece." But I, I would never say that. <laughs> I
0: would never say. Model. I never realized. I never realized how much of a uh, so many layers to Raphael. He knows everything. He's like the little human Wikipedia of coolness.
1: Yeah, you know, I was like slightly offended when Damien shout out to him. He's like, oh, what? I thought you were a rap guy. It's like, hey, oh, I can okay. like rap. I can like Slayer. I can like, I can um, like rap. Joken. I can like naps. I can like watches.
0: I can like guitars. I, I like the cars. margarita. I like the beer. It's so good for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, I mean,
2: <laughs> and cross buns or hot buns or something.
0: <laughs> no, uh, he loves those sweet, sweet buns. <sighs> sweet little buns. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, by the way, that's in your mailbox.
2: Oh, good. That's what she said. Oh, damn it. What? <laughs> all right. Anything else from Monday?
0: No, I think we have...
2: I squashed that one. I'm
0: trying to think of a watch joke. Uh, yeah, I think we've cut... gotten rid of all the time on... Ah, oh, Just never mind.
2: You know, I always, in my mind, I go back to a Seinfeld episode. It was the Cheever Letters episode where mm. Seinfeld <laughs> is pointing at his watch and... Costanza says time is what he's indicating there and that's all uh that comes up a lot in my house by the way the other day Rafi you probably appreciate this Mike was sitting in the front room he was reading and I was doing something in the kitchen and he heard it was a Sunday and the mail got delivered he's like mail on a Sunday and I was in the kitchen I'm all oops
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, so, I love that
0: laugh.
2: Seinfeld just—it's—it's it's not only Twin Peaks, but they run through my veins
0: pretty heavily. <laughs> Did Seinfeld have Seinfeld had the Superman watch, right? I am trying to remember what watch he would wear. It had to be a Superman watch. Okay, here's a, um, here's
2: another, here is another. Okay, you answer that question, then I have another Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld, right, um,
0: that's, that's so- on you. bud
1: Jerry Seinfeld has an affinity for vintage Hoyer and Breitling watches.
0: Oh, never mind. Yeah, he did have a Superman magnet on his refrigerator, but and okay. Superman
2: is ugh. But I mean, what? Any I mean, of, no? Any kind of what was it about Karina hating all kinds of? I agree with her. Uh, No, but my son came out to me and he said, "Did you know that Superman was there was a, a reference to Superman on every Seinfeld episode?"
0: Yes, and I said, a huge "I said, I didn't,
2: I didn't know that." He said, "Yeah, on every episode there was a reference." I said, "At that, I did not know," and he's like, "Huh." Well, you can share that with all your Seinfeld friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except
1: we already knew that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except for Lisa.
2: I know. I claim to be. Apparently, I tune out when it comes to superheroes. I'm like, Meh. I did collect comic books for quite a while, guys. So. Yeah. Well, not, and, yeah. not Superman, but. but. Uh,
0: what, com- what comic books? Which ones? Some
2: Spider-Man. Archie? Mostly, I don't know I'm going to mention that. Um, Wolverine, especially.
0: Okay. You like the marble. Well, I got gotcha. gotcha. you. I got you. Actually, easily, that's cool.
2: Those are my secondaries, To I loved Clyde Barker comics, mostly graphic novels. Mm-hmm. I still have a whole bunch of them, but I don't read them anymore.
0: Creepshow was good. They had some Stephen King stuff was good. Yeah.
2: All right, let's talk about Thursday because otherwise we're going to p- talk about watches and comics all night. Zip up your pants, guys. We're going to talk about Ooh. Allison's show.
0: <clears throat> I'm on my second glass of scotch.
2: Ooh, now by glass, are we talking about fingers or ounces?
0: Uh, well, scotch—it's a little bit of a—it's well, not as impressive. It's—it's it's not as impressive as you'd think. I'm no Jeff Fox, so it's not going to be a lot.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Um. So Thursday show, we went from turf-fucking to ombudsman's. (laughs) It was so good.
0: That intro was awesome.
2: It was amazing. Daniel's intros are always great. I don't know how he comes up with a new and fun one every single week, but that one was above and beyond. Uh, We were her little potato pierogies sent in by Tracy Metcalf on Patreon, which is awesome that she's... Thanks to Trice mentioning on the show now, and then she said she's going to start mentioning it at the end of the show instead of the beginning. But I feel like that's
0: yeah, I feel like she'll forget.
2: I she already feels like she's going to forget. I feel like she will as well. And why not say it as you as you're saying it? I mean, potato pierogi yeah. is sent in by Tracy Metcalf on Patreon. And if you want to send in your carb, then be a Patreon supporter because. Every single what, Monday ish, she sends out a quick notification, hey, I need a card for this week's episode, and there was like fifty people.
0: It's like it's just like playing the lottery though. Like some of us were playing we'll play the same carbs. You and I for a while were on Naki for a little bit. Yeah. So I changed mine this week. I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking New Hampshire from New England. I want a kapacoan chowda. Didn't get thrown out, but I will keep playing it.
2: Okay, so when we talked to her in person about this, I yes. mentioned I've, I've wanted since the original Thursday game, I've wanted to be gnocchi. I, it's not my favorite okay. food, but that was the one that I kept saying I want, and it's not been on her show and she's had a few repeats oh. and it's never Are been Are you on saying there.
0: that I can't take, so you're just saying that, so oh, what no. you're telling me is I can't use that one.
2: Oh no, I'm saying you should, but.
0: It, oh, don't, don't sympathy let me, give me. Let it me finish
2: my thought because then you, then I'll tell you, you can just take it. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> oh that sounded like you could take my leftovers no but then i thought okay every week i'm gonna do something that's twin peaks related <laughs> which i could only come up with like three things so last week i suggested um a brie and butter baguette sandwiches and yep. then this week i suggested pig shaped smoked cheese <laughs> so nice. next week it'll be cream corn because that's like a typical go-to Twin Peaks thing. Oh, yeah. I guess I could do cherry pie and coffee and blah, blah, blah. That's even the most obvious. But
0: So I'm I'm already thinking, I'm already been thinking about how we can all all as fans buck this system. Mm. And I think what we should do is... I love
2: bucking a good system. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking the next time we all come up with the same exact carb, right? We we somehow, we put it on our secret Facebook page, Okay.
1: Yes. All the same card,
0: and we could even do gnocchi. and then just everybody's response is going to be Nyoki, 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 gnocchi, over and <laughs> over again. Every one of us. I think we can we can get gnocchi out there for all of us.
2: That's not bad. Okay, and so we have to figure out the date. My other idea for next week, actually, I didn't want to do Twin Peaks related. I wanted to do something that's Thanksgiving related, so that she would pick it. So I didn't want to be. <laughs> yes. I did not want it to be mashed potatoes, like just or something typical like pumpkin pie, but like something that is Thanksgiving-esque, like turkey shit, but something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to come. And it would have been probably turducken or something. But now that she said turfuckin' or that Daniel said and it's like, no, I can't rip that off. So we'll have to come up with something. But I like that huh. idea.
0: Raphael, what was your guess? Did you participate? Um, I rarely do.
1: Just because... I I, I, I don't know. I I feel like um, I don't have to... Now this is going to sound like... uh, Oh,
3: boy. Hold on, we're listening.
0: Let's listen, listen, Lisa. Come on.
1: (laughs) I feel like I don't have to participate as much anymore. Because I think I described it to Megan once as like... In the early days, it was like I was trying to join a gang. And I had to put in work. Mm. I was mm. slashing faces on the street, giving bucks fifties <laughs> left and right. But now I'm the OG, right? Ah. So now I just kind of sit back and let everyone else do the dirty work. So
2: you're just like petting a white uh, kitty on your lap and just like, watching I, it all go down.
1: You are a big old baller. I love it. Occasionally, a- I will if like if I have a good thing to add. But I feel like with the carb suggestions, I'm I'm pretty slow on that. And then by the time I get in there, there's like twenty. You should and I'm um, like, they're all five five
2: Day old beef stew that's been sitting out for five.
1: <laughs> uh, always bringing but, up, why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> no, because
2: that's all you eat. Well, yeah. as opposed to the groceries. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but your girlfriend and our friend, Rachel, got her, she was the first one to get a carb red.
0: And she worked hard at it, and she got it. So really, maybe Rachel's the baller now. Whoa. Ooh. What?
2: Someone's pulling the if, strings over there.
1: If yep. you remember, I planted the seed in her brain with bananas.
0: So oh, it got way personal. personal. Real quick. I don't know how to even respond.
2: So they were talking about the, or the origin. David was asking the origin of Chef yeah. Jeff, Wired Colonel Jeff. And so they went into it the nickname and they were talking about that he's the straw that stirs the drink. And I thought, yes, he's the egg in the matzo ball. He's the cherry on top. And that's really all. I just wanted to bring that up again.
0: <laughs> I did. I did laugh. Cause at first I was like, and, and I, I love David on the show. I, I just think he is, he's really, really great. Um, and he, when he was asking the question, I'm like, geez, David, you should know. But then I was like, Nah, Alice makes a good point. Cause there may be some new people who don't know the story. And I think I often forget we've been around for a while. We're, you know, as Raphael said, we're old and stale. The um where we know a lot of these stories and maybe new people don't know how he got his name.
2: Yes, and I it came up with Allison Allison's hundred dollar word ombudsman. Like how the oh hell did she God. pull this shit out of her ass? But
0: She was on was, Fleek she yes. sorry. She was on fleek with the freaking vocabulary words. She says shit that I have to use my uh, Seiko watch to look up what the Uh. word means.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she was amazing. I was going to
1: mention that Ombudsman reminded me of the show she used to be on in New York, Red Eye, because Andy Levy was their ombudsman. So possibly where Uh she knows the word from. I know that's where I learned it. And if you haven't seen that, just go to YouTube and type in "Red Eye Allison Rosen." You'll see Andy pop up.
2: That's so good.
0: I was gonna say, Raphael, that was like a great little promo. Like the amount of commercials we had in this Thursday show.
2: Oh my gosh! Okay, other shows have promos, and they all do it differently. And I feel <laughs> yeah. like I feel like Allison really wants everybody to really be excited about the promos, mm-hmm. and. I have to say, I every time she's about to do one, I know, obviously we all know she's about to. Oh, she then, she does
0: a really funny, yeah.
2: Right, and I'll listen to it for like the first couple of seconds to see if it's something I'm interested in, and if it's mm-hmm. not, then I kind of like fast forward. But <gasps> what? But but if I was going to go get any of these things, I would of course support her on it. But I don't do it just because she's a, a, a sponsor has that as a sponsor. Does so that make sense? Like I. If I wanted to get a new mattress, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to look and see if she has a sponsor of anything or all of the things that she has sponsoring her show are pretty amazing. But there's nothing that has left out at me where I'm like, ah, I can use that in my daily life. Uh, Oh, really?
0: Really? How about Omaha Steaks? There are two. Omaha Steaks?
2: No, two. There's two.
0: Okay. you know Steaks, let me guess
2: back on oh Steaks. yes you guessed the second one because i feel like what i need them in my life
1: the underwear ones uh, yeah yes. that's icon <laughs> undies pee proof underwear that keeps you dry and odor free use the yeah. promo code bff only for bf
0: fan cast listeners hell yeah <laughs> and they're edible
2: oh my gosh i feel you like i what? do need those in my life Um, i'm gonna be
0: honest with you i'm a bit of a i'm a bit of a
3: a, peer i'm a peer i'm often a
0: (laughs) peer yeah but uh i have ordered so the uh blue apron i got through allison i got my my wife that story thing where you know all year long she's like why'd you buy me this stupid thing
3: oh dear Um, (laughs)
0: yeah yeah it's it's the gift that doesn't stop giving um but uh, no, I agree. I I get to some of those sometimes, and I do a little fast forward, fast forward. Um, but I appreciate that. I appreciate that she does the commercials, and oh, I don't yeah. I don't really mind that she put a couple extra in. Hey, I just figure things are going good.
2: Yeah, I'm always excited when she has some new one. I think, wow, that's amazing. That just means there's more listeners. She's getting out there more, and I think that's awesome. And I would definitely so anybody out there. It's Christmas is coming up. Go to her page and see who her sponsors are. And there are plenty of things Lisa there. doesn't know who they are, I, but they change all the time. So, you know, last year I gave Megan bark box. She gave me Omaha steaks. I had to really think about it to not say snakes. There are so many things on there that are very good for gift giving and in your daily life if you're looking for those things. But for me, I don't need to track where my dog is because I see him sitting right next to me, but I could see if somebody worked outside of the house, they would totally need that. A lot of things don't pertain to me, but I would totally go to it if I needed them. Opposite ends of the spectrum. My Favorite Murder, I kind of like the way they do it. They pre-record it and it's like them just like goofing off and talking about it. But the levels on it are so loud that that's not a show you want to try and go to bed to. <laughs> because it's like, hey, did you ever think about blah, blah, blah? It's like, oh my God. But they kind of have this funny little like riff that they do back and forth. And that's their commercial. But when Corolla did it, he always got the guest involved and it became something where they were kind of making fun of the object, but then it became something we were all laughing about and remembering. And I think that the sponsors like that. I don't want her to rip that off, but I think there's a way of like making it more conversational that makes it less I'm reading something. Does that make sense?
1: (laughs) I've mentioned it many, many times, but um, Bill Burr is the best at this occasionally he'll lose a sponsor because he goes a little too far. But if they have a sense of humor and, you know, the fans will support it.
2: That's, I think, what she needs. I think she needs to either pre-record it with, like, hey, Greg Heller, let's do this live read, or Greg Fitzsimmons, or somebody funny. Even if they do it as a group of, like, hey, we're just going to make fun of this thing, but, like, not in a super shitty way. (laughs) But to do something like that where... You're listening to it and remembering it and it's funny again. Um, I think there's a way of doing that. But I'm a huge supporter of her show as far as like I love her show. So if there's something I need, I will look to her show to see if it's something I can support her on. Of course, I support her on Amazon. That's an easy one because I order Amazon like every day, all day long. (laughs) So that's an easy one. But she's got new ones all the time and... I think it's important to support her there but I think there's a better way of doing it. I and I feel like if she's listening it's not a dig on her. I feel like she wants the same thing.
0: Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a tremendous struggle though for a lot of these podcast folks who who have to read the commercials. I think it's just a struggle. I <clears throat> I find humor in her sometimes really good segues and then sometimes her train wreck segues. Yes. You know, I love it. And I kind of dig it that she, when some of the guests don't like, they have no idea what's going on. Like Daniel knows, Jeff will know right. someone else will know. And then like, somebody's like, Oh, like Wendy, uh, will always butcher. Oh, tell me, Allison, you're going to talk about underwear or beds, you know, and it always <laughs> makes me laugh
2: or, pe- or wetting your bed. Yeah. Uh, I, it was kind of. I think there was one awkward one this week, and that was during Karina's, because she was kind of like going deep on her story, and then she's like, "Well, we'll get right back to that oh, when I want to talk yes. about period underwear." Or the
0: that the, was the first one.
2: And I thought, oh boy, that was a little yeah, bit it, rough.
0: But. It was the first time ever I was begging for the commercial.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh! So Ali's story this week about her weird restaurant experience was. I don't know who, I think it was David. Yeah, he said, are you sure He's part of out. some weird social experience? Because yeah. whenever things, like, fucked up like that happen to me in life, I think I might be recorded on some really stupid show, and I'm going to be really pissed off, <laughs> because I just want to give some damn food. <laughs> Please don't turn that into a drop either. <laughs> but what kind of waitress, I mean, unless you have diarrhea, like, take my fucking order.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why, like, Allie didn't, like, lose her shit. I mean, if I went to a restaurant like that with my wife and the waitresses doing that, I'd be going, sweetheart, good luck. My wife is going to whip your ass.
2: (laughs) I I can't imagine being in that kind of a situation. Actually, I can't. I feel like my whole life is that situation. I'm always on the receiving end of that kind of shit where I'm like, why is this happening right now? What did I do wrong? I don't understand. And I'm questioning this person, but then I can't I'm not going to say anything. See, I don't rip people new assholes because I'm afraid of eating someone's asshole. For lack of a what? better word. I don't want good... them to put their butt in my food or their spit or their nuts. Like, I just want my food. I want to be polite about it. And so if I'm mean, I feel like I'm going to eat stuff I don't want to eat.
0: That's so extreme. But yeah.
2: Well, that is me. Lisa Extreme Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you've noticed, maybe you've noticed, I changed my name on Twitter. Not my handle, just the first part. But Allison only reads the first part, so I I figured I would change that. I didn't notice. Well, uh, Colonel Jeff had mentioned Lisa Lowry says, so I changed it to Lisa Lowry says. But I spelled it differently because my maiden name is Say's, and that's what I put. So anyway, that's long story short.
0: Oh, it does say that. That's awesome. And there's a little broken hearts in there. I love it.
2: Rafi, you can go ahead and rip me a new one now.
0: Oh, I love it. And back when you
1: said that you were going to change, uh, you thought about changing your name from J-Mo's and Bobo's to J-Mo's Sans Bobo's. I thought that was genius.
2: <laughs> Aww. Mm.
0: Anyway, I just... Totally tweeted you.
2: <laughs> yeah. And all growing up, I was Lisa says sit down. Lisa says meh. Whatever. That was what people picked on me for. So. Bastards. There you go. Now it's Lisa yeah. Lowry says. I, I thought they would picked on you about
0: not carrying a watch around with you or a timepiece.
2: <laughs> no, they picked on me for the gap in my teeth and my frizzy fucking hair and me being chubby. What? what are you
0: talking about? Madonna was like all the rage. David Letterman. Come on.
2: I wasn't, like, white trash enough to be hot. <laughs> does even make sense.
0: That is so a drop. I mean, <laughs> Raphael, if you want to get revenge, this is the show <laughs> God to have that. Man. I will help you out. I promise you.
2: Oh, have either of you had this experience in a restaurant? Because this is weird.
0: I don't, rem- I don't remember ever having that sort of terrible experience in a restaurant. I had that terrible experience in a in a place called, I don't well, you guys know Best Buy, when it first opened up, right? Best buys are countrywide, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, at least over so, here. So I, uh, I don't know what happens in the middle of the country. Denver, uh, what's up?
0: They have like, yeah. So I mean, it's no fries electronics, but anyway, they have so, like
2: mediocre buys,
0: right? So I was, I was, <laughs> I was buying my first DVD player. So this was a long time ago, and. I'm with a buddy of mine and I get this, I, am I got the DVD player. It's in my hand. It's in the box. And the kid looks at me and says, do you want service with this? You know, do you want service? Do you want to pay the 29 bucks for your $200 DVD player? And I'm like, no, thanks. I'll just throw it out and get another one. And the kid looks at me (laughs) and starts going, all right, man, well, there's no reason to drop attitude on me.
3: And I'm looking at him and I'm
0: like, what? And my buddy's standing right next to me. And I'm like, is this, is this really happening? And the kid got all angry. And then he goes, I'm not going to sell this DVD to, player to what? you. Because you're giving me such attitude. I could just call my manager. So I handed him the box and I go, here you go. I don't want to buy the damn DVD player from you. Then I grabbed the DVD player, another one from the ground, and walked over and went to the other cash register. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell just happened? That's the that, only funny type story I can remember like that.
2: That is really weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was doing I the crystal I
2: would have picked it up and just walked out the door, but I do like that. I I like your hooksba. Hooksba? Hot spa. Hooksba. Hot Hookspa. Yeah. I, I'm adding Or too or, many.
0: or you could also use this. I like your moxie.
2: Oh, that's easier. And that yeah. that's more on brand for you.
0: Eggs, yes. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Little Rafi, have you ever been dissed?
0: I've been
1: dissed uh, (laughs) on a weekly basis. insert (laughs) insert the drop
0: here.
2: Okay, if you were in Allie's place, we'd be like, oh, it's because I'm Mexican.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. You know, there's nothing I love more than blaming the white man for something, whether (laughs) he did or did not do it. But um, (laughs) I... So, the way I pictured this possibly happening is that maybe her friends were there first and that's why the waiter took their order and was like assuming that the other people were like still looking over the menu other than that this lady's a psychopath yes or something weird emergency happened
2: adamant about saying that she was there early and she was there first so the person's a psychopath She should have said more than just her name, Christina or Christine, and said the restaurant because that could be a place we could go. That was a very weird situation. And I'd be like, peace. I'm out. I'm heading to Del Taco and get something that's not burning hot, molten lava, cauliflower. And by the way, Allie Ward, she said cauliflower the first time and cauliflower the second time. So she was uh, happy.
0: Can we not say that one right now? What do I say? Cauliflower. Is that right or wrong?
2: So you do say it right. See, so you're Qualifier. an East Coaster, and you say it right. What's well, wrong if with I'm that? tired,
0: I'll say cauliflower.
2: <laughs> What's wrong with Colonel Jeff? He says it wrong.
0: He well, blames it on being an
2: East Coaster.
0: I know. He always says he's East Coaster, but he does realize that New Jersey is in between the Atlantic Ocean and Pennsylvania. I mean, it's just the whole point is, I don't, I've never really considered, I guess it's the East. I wouldn't say East Coast.
2: Maybe that's why they call it back East there's no East Co- There's Maybe. no coast. You're right. You're right. My family's yeah. actually from Pennsylvania, also. And my mom was born in Delaware, which is on the East True. Coast.
0: Yeah. No taxes. Yep. First person the too nation. Too bad my
2: aunt had allergies. We had to move to California. And that's the legacy that was our family.
0: Damn. Delaware's good. I did a little work there. It's a nice place.
2: Yeah. I always go back to Wayne's World <laughs> when I think of Delaware and they're like, Hey, we're in Delaware, and they're just staying there staring. That's about it. <laughs> <Forgot>. I completely
0: <laughs> forgot about that.
2: <laughs> that was like one of my fa- yeah. Anyhow, okay. So party
0: on, party on, Lisa.
2: <laughs> I feel like most of my vernacular comes from Wayne's World, or Dumb and Dumber, or Seinfeld, of course. So when the weather is cold outside and you want to put something that's on your head, what would you call it, Jay?
0: Uh, Besides a hat. It, I would I actually I hate to agree with actually I think I'm disagreeing <clears throat> I would call it a beanie we do we often well we call it a beanie a hat and then obviously we're close to Canada so we sometimes call it a toque as well oh,
2: brother and actually uh, the Canadian
0: our Canadian fans are totally gonna agree with me it's a toque but a toque has to have a pom-pom on top oh
2: my gosh that's another level Uh, little raffy what do you call it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've never even heard
1: of that. Um, I would call it a beanie as well, but I'm Mexican, so.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I would call it a beanie. That's the only thing I've ever called it. I would never call it a winter cap or a knitted hat or whatever the fuck they're talking about. It's not way Northern California. That's normal. A beanie. Anybody that calls it anything else, that's abnormal. And it's not bad. But beanie across the board. See, we just said it. We're West Coast. You're middle. Ray. Ray. <laughs> Shout out to you, Ray. <laughs> What Jay, the hell? You're East Coast. I've
0: been, re- I just got replaced by Ray. Sorry.
2: One damn I letter. Mean, across and the I'm board, kinda, it's Beanie.
0: I was going to say, I'm kind of Mexican. I like Mexican food, so. Well, there you go. Yeah. So we agree. It's a Beanie.
2: And by the way, I've never ever thought that that was a bad thing. That, that was derogatory, saying a Beanie. Those people were fucking with David, right?
0: Yeah. David puts himself in a lot of weird situations. That's why I like him.
2: Okay, so listening to his show, every time he talks on Allison's show, just anything he... I feel like I have a theory about him. I think he's an alien because he has done everything in his life. He knows how to do everything. He's been everywhere. He's into everything from the smallest to the largest. He just does everything. Like, he's an enigma. I don't understand how he exists and... That everybody doesn't know about him, and this is not me having a crush on him. I have a crush on his brain because it blows yeah. me away, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, this is how it starts with Jeff too.
2: No, I have a crush on everything about him. <laughs> oh, I get, if I could only go back to that dream. Whew. Oh boy. Anyhow, we'll, well bring this. Notes. This yes, this will bring it back. Okay, so Allison had mentioned this to us at Ellie Podfest that she was going to be doing Sketchfest in San Francisco. She said it was kind of a maybe, but to keep it under our hats. And I meant to tell Demian, but luckily she's telling us in plenty of time. It's going to be in January. I think it's it's actually like a week-long thing or maybe longer, but it's my birthday weekend. So I was already planning on going somewhere. I, just, I had chosen one place, but I had not really paid for anything yet. I just kind of have been saving up for it. I'm going to try and go to San Francisco. And it sounds like little Rafi, are you going?
1: Oh, I am for sure fucking going.
2: I'm so excited. So it's like the twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth. I think that she's gonna be there the thirteenth. I think.
1: Yeah, and Sketchfest is like over two whole weeks, okay, so there's weeks. like a ton of shit, and I can't wait. I've never been to San Francisco. That's oh, awesome. uh, really? It's gonna it's be San Fran amazing. Is
2: awesome. yeah. Oh, that's okay. I need to add like a couple of extra days. We need to. I know Superfan Megan's going. And we get to meet other people. And Demian, of course, is going to go. I don't know if Colonel Jeff is going, but you dropped that little nugget earlier, Rafi. I'm like, really? He's going to go? Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe you and Jeff can hang on in the
1: woods. woods. Yeah,
2: that makes sense. And then Jordan Jesse Go is going to be performing. So I wonder if Jordan will be a part of Allison's show. There's going to be a Twin Peaks podcast. Or not a podcast. There's a Twin Peaks, like a tribute to Twin Peaks show. That's going on exactly the same time as Allison's show and a bunch of people from the show are going to be there. And I don't even know if I really care about going to the show, but just the fact that they're all going to be in San Francisco, like a few of the people that I've never met is just, I'm so excited. I'm beyond. And I tweeted at Daniel, like, please, are you so excited that these people are going to be in San Francisco while we're down there? I'm so excited about it.
1: And down also there, up there. the, um... <laughs> also <laughs> At nine PM at a different time is a tribute to the music of the Twin Peaks, so at least you could go to that.
2: Yay. Well, that is actually awesome because maybe some of the people will be there. Michael Horse is gonna be there. Harry goes. And I've already met Kibby Robertson and Oh, Dana Ashbrook's gonna be there. I'm like, oh my gosh. But going to see them do whatever they do is awesome. But when you or in the city and like you just stumble upon these people, that's what the best part is. So if I can go to just stock them in a sort of a way, then maybe I'll still be able to meet them. Just me and Colonel Jeff gonna go hang out at the Twin Peaks stuff.
0: I'm super jealous. We uh we love San Francisco.
2: It's awesome. I when my husband and I first started dating, that's where we would kind of go. I know I've kind of shared my story or our story a little bit on here about the fact that he was sort of married when we met and I was sort of with someone <laughs> and they, we were, as we were cleaning up those situations, we were kind of keeping our relationship secret from mm-hmm. our friends. And so we would go and escape and go, we would spend the whole weekend in like Hollywood or we would, it would be either Hollywood or San Francisco. Those were the two places we would just go and just, hang out and just explore the whole city. And it was just, it's an amazing place. We, yeah, got um, matching tattoos
0: we, there. we weren't as, uh, we, we weren't as crazy, but my wife and I, we spent a week, I was doing a crazy project working in Connecticut and she, and she just said, let's go to San Francisco. And we just spent a week there and just fell in wow. love with it and uh and so i did a business expensive. trip on it. it was expensive yeah but <laughs> i did a business trip there and actually um my uncle lives in just south of san jose so last time i was there i was okay. visiting him so and we have been wanting to do a trip out there uh, at some point but probably not because we went to visit you in orange this summer
2: wow right. all right you guys need to come back out again just tell her you know what? We should go back out to San Francisco. Maybe the beginning of the year when everything's cheaper. Just whatever, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, this Allison thing comes popping up. I wish. I know it's a lot to say. I could. I wish I could come to the East Coast and come visit everybody and meet Leanne and meet you. Meet you. See where you <laughs> live. And
0: wait a see. minute. What?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm coming <laughs> to your house. That's this is happening. Okay.
0: I want to That's be fine. As long like- as, <laughs> listen, we, we our house is compatible with Raphael because we have a dog and he can just fall asleep and our dog will love Raphael.
2: Oh, perfect. So, yeah, Sketchfest January. Super excited about it. I need to plan that out. Allison's also making a trip to Disneyland in December. So I guess I'm going to have to start stocking Disneyland. That brings me back to the group recording. Okay, so we're going to do a group recording like a group of us were all going to get together at my house again on the hundredth episode. We were planning on March 31st and I didn't realize that April 1st is actually Easter Sunday. So we're going to have to do a little bit of switching around there because I want everybody that can join to join. And I don't know if that Friday would be better. So people are coming in on Friday and leaving and we do a bunch of Allison stuff on Saturday And, of course, whatever you guys do with your lives before and after, that's fine. Because I know Rafi doesn't have kids, so he doesn't give a shit about Sunday. But uh, for me, obviously, I'm busy Sunday morning. But so I'm just putting this out to the people that wanted to come over and do the group recording. What will work best for everybody? Because we can do, like, a Friday night recording and then just kind of hang out on Saturday. And everybody can go their separate ways on Saturday evening or whatever. I don't know what. I don't know what else to do besides that unless we... I don't know. I was going to say we could like skip a week of recording. So it would be a hundredth episode of the week after that, but that wouldn't really work. And there's some, a special guest coming from far away that might be able to be here right around that time. So I'd like to try and shoot for that weekend ish.
0: Are there any hint? Are there any hints of who the special guest is?
2: They're coming from very far away.
0: What does that mean? Like, um,
2: probably as far as you're coming from, maybe a little further, at least <gasps> crossing a border.
0: <laughs> Ooh, interesting
2: yeah i'll tell you after uh no i don't know if it's supposed to be a secret that's the only reason why i'm saying it like that but anyway I have, right. i'm super excited to have everybody over and i'm of course hoping that it's all the same people but if you know i don't know if trice can make it down again i don't know if becky's gonna make the trek from seattle i mean that's huge so especially now that Sketchfest is coming and everybody's gonna be focusing on going to that i don't know how much people can focus on coming to my stupid old house in march but it is the end of march and we'll figure out a day but i just want to throw it out there and see what works best for everyone but i'm going to start a little conversation on the private facebook group to see what works for everybody anyway cool yeah
0: do we want to get through the bathroom buddy uh that's the notes (laughs) i took what what? and all i know is it's like that's my note bathroom buddy i'm trying to remember what the hell was that about (laughs)
2: It's funny because her story was just, it was another story about getting lost and then finding a restroom that All was out of order right. and ending right. up finding a bathroom that was out of order with somebody else and then having to find the one that was in order. And I love how she said, Daniel, why are you laughing at me? Because this bo- story is boring. And he's like, yes.
0: <laughs> and- it was boring, but it happened to, er- it's happened yeah. to, I like to think, everybody.
2: Yeah, but... Yes, but it usually backfires in the way that
0: she described it.
2: Well, in the way that when she like when she was at CVS and the lady was talking to her about her ring and she was just like, should I say have a nice day or am I supposed to say something back? And then she kind of just didn't say anything. And then the the lady was just even weirder and saying a joke to the cashier she kind of just kept it quiet but the girl instead turned to her and said have a nice day probably just like really threw her because she's like wait i wanted to call you my bathroom
0: buddy hold
2: on friend
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i really related to this because i had two very strange instances happen to me in the last couple of months um so when i'm out and about i'll my wife could tell you this. I'm a pretty friendly guy. I'll strike up conversation with anybody. If I'm bored, I'm just sitting there. Um, but on, I'm at my one of my son's school events, and my son does a Lego class with uh, at our public library. And the woman who teaches the class saw my son. My son gives her a hug. And then her husband's sitting there. And I happen to be just simply wearing a New England Patriots uh, sweatshirt and the guy strikes going oh are you a huge patriots fan blah blah and just starts talking about football and this and that and i'm like yeah 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 and he looks at me and we're in the middle of new england basically everybody's a patriots fan and if you're not you're it's, i'm sorry but the point is the 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 guy goes listen call my cell phone right now let me get your number and yeah and i will invite you over so i'm like wicked it's wicked awkward i'm like whatever um Going okay, so I almost thought like I thought back to like back when I was my twenties. I'm like, I'll give him a different, I'll give him my wrong name, and I'll make up some number. But now we have cell phones, so he's like, no, just call my phone. So I call the guy's phone, and he's like, all right, I got you. You know, Jay, Brian's dad. I'm like, yeah, great, oh brother. And and that happens. And then I happen to take a class this past Monday, and met a really nice guy, just kind of talking, hanging out um, with a couple of my buddies, and. And he happened to be a British guy, and he comes comes here every year. And we're going to take this class again. And he says, oh, listen, send me an email, and then I'll put you in my phone, and uh, I'll uh, I'll text you when I come here next year. And I'm like, okay. And it was so awkward. I'm just like, I don't know what has just happened. How am I giving this stranger my text number?
2: That, so. Everything about that is weird. Twice. But you know what is more weird that we accept on a daily basis and you telling me those stories just reminded me of the way Facebook works, where you go to a party and then all of a sudden you'll get a friend request from someone that was at that party that you barely even talked to. And you're like, why? Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's like this, what, why now? And I've, I've fallen to the same thing as you where I'll be at a party. Oh, we should totally exchange numbers. And I think, Yeah, you're the last person I want to be calling me.
0: Right, I have friends. I know people.
2: Right, I don't need... I I don't understand. That's really weird. That's like a weird, awkward, social... Okay, I guess we're exchanging phone numbers now. This is strange.
0: Yeah, I hope you don't get me pregnant.
2: (laughs) That'll be a drop. Yeah, I don't... I I feel like these kinds of things happen to me all of the time, and I and I'm so bummed that I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but it's a lot of the times I'm in the Allison role where I think, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm going to throw a little bit of my personality out there and throw a little joke out there to see what someone mm-hmm. picks up. And a lot of times, I mean, if I'm in a, and this is unfortunate, but if I'm in a group of women and it's women that I don't know, I only know one of them I'll, I have to figure out who am I going to connect with here? So I'll throw out a mild joke it might be a BJ joke or something. Like, no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> like the store, like the super warehouse?
2: <laughs> sure. Uh, no, it'll be something light where it's like, "Okay, I need to find my people." You know? And right. usually if it's a group of women, my jokes fall flat. And if it's a group of men, it it doesn't as as much. <laughs> so and I don't know why that is and whatever. But I usually will put myself out there and immediately regret it because I think, great, now I'm the weirdo that just wants to try and connect with someone. Everyone's just like, oh, who brought you? Like, nobody has a sense of humor anymore. (laughs) Yeah. But I've been to many a party where I'm just like the dud that nobody wants to talk to. (laughs) And I swear, like, I'm not saying anything offensive like I do on here. Like, I feel like I'm close with you guys and I can just say the things I would normally say, like, if I'm around Brittany and, like, my TNC friends, like, I can say whatever I want to say and they accept me because they love me. They may not love the things I say all the time, but, like, they're not going to be like, ugh. And I've grown close with my neighbors where, for instance, yesterday my friend came over. He rode his bike over and he was just like, oh, I'm just getting some exercise. And I I wanted to see, like, where we are at with our whole... Thanksgiving because we do a big Thanksgiving between all of us, and I said, "Oh, I'm organizing it. Everything's cool. Like I, everything's all organized." He's like, oh, "Okay, cool." He's like, "Oh, are you going to the whi- whiskey tasting this weekend?" And I said, "Oh, yeah. I'm not invited because I have a vagina." <laughs> and I, this is me yelling
3: out my f- <laughs> my front
2: door. Like this is how close, and he's just like, "Oh," like he, you know, <laughs> I there's a closeness between me and our neighbors that like I. Is awesome because they can accept me for saying those kinds of things that I just want to say. <laughs> like, that's the real me. I'm not pretending. And if you guys just heard a noise, that was my wrist ribbing against the desk. I didn't fart. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so
0: there are so f- much emotions.
2: <laughs> so many. <laughs> so many emotions. <laughs> so many. Anyhow, it, it, it really t- spoke to me because every time Allison's telling these stories and yes, this one was a little bit boring, but like I felt for her and like I feel for her yeah. when she's in these situations. And I want to I'm so happy that that lady was like, have a nice day because she could have been like yeah. later creep. Like, I'm just going to ignore you and be like everybody else. But she acknowledged Allison. I would have been like. I probably would have been like, hey, we're bathroom buddies. Oh, going the same way. I would have said some stupid joke to her and I would have met my match because she would have been like, finally, somebody else that thinks like me.
0: I'd be like, you want to see what I mean over here? Raphael, did you have any bathroom buddies? (laughs)
1: No, but I feel like this lady would definitely be the type to spare a square.
2: Hallelujah. Now we're talking. Uh, Allison's going to be a pioneer into anal awareness. That's awesome. Um, I think it's the perfect time to talk to you two about your anal awareness. No, actually what I want to talk to you about is <laughs> men are ingrained to not talk about your feelings and Daniel seems very in tune with his feelings apparently. Yeah, he's very cool. Yes. And I feel like I'm not as in tuned as he is. And I think that's kind of, that's awesome. And I think. Elliot's gonna be just fine. And I know I run into th- this, sparked this whole conversation about, especially like with, you know, Allie was saying, you know, when I'm picking out clothes and I realize I'm picking out all men's clothes. And somehow being a tomboy or being into men's clothing as a woman is acceptable. And as a man, if you're into anything that's feminine, that equals you're gay. And it's not acceptable. And I run into that in my own personal life with raising people and having to deal with these situations where I have a son and a daughter. So my daughter is, she's very into girly things. And then she's very much a tomboy at the same time. And that's how I was. I'm, I've always been where I feel like I can hang with the dudes and then I can be super girly at the same time. I've always been both. And that's been acceptable. It's not like, look down on so then my son he loves everything about building things and constructing things and very typical boy things but then also he has this nurturing side where he loves like he has girlfriends he doesn't have guy friends and in everybody's mind i mean even when he was really young they're like oh he's gonna be gay like people told me this and they're like oh He's going to be your one of my friends. She said it funny because she's like, oh, he's going to be your best friend for life. I'm like, yeah, because, you know, gay, gay men apparently are friends with their moms. I'm like, oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> but so but Soren's straight men, too. I mean, it, uh, right. that, that's such an asinine thing to it, say to anybody. I
2: even had a friend that told me. And by the way, her son was mm, very awkward socially. He still is. But and I took care of him when he was younger. And he was. what? Oh. I Well, I, I mean, I, I babysat him for like a couple of years. He was very different and he still has, has those kind of awkwardness. Awkward. Yes. Yeah. Um, but when he comes to hang out with all of, so her, okay. So her son and her daughter are very close in age to my son and my daughter. They're like a month apart. And I took care of all of them at the same time for a few years. So that's four babies in diapers. For a few years. It was a little crazy making. Anyhow, uh, my son likes to play with everybody. He wants to hang out with everybody. And he's a lot like me where he's like a people pleaser. So he's like, oh, I want to like be friends with everybody. Take care of everybody. This other boy wants to just be by himself or just hang out with my son. So my friend told me, oh, I've had to explain to my son that, you know, my son's name's Johnny. So he's like, you know, Johnny's, Johnny's different. So this is what she's telling her son about my son. And she's telling me this. And I'm just like, uh, okay. Well, yes, he is. But your son also is. Um, and I don't want to like talk bad about him. Cause he's a kid about all the stuff that he was weird about, but it's like, you're telling me, you're my friend and you're telling me this. Like, Oh, I had to tell my son that your son's weird <laughs> and he won't get off. That's why he doesn't want to play with you. It's like, no, Like we would have play dates together and my son would want to play with everybody and her son would just want to play with my son instead of being a group. And so it became an issue anyway. It's been an issue because like for me, I was always friends with the guys that were only friends with girls. Those were the cool guys that were into art and into interesting things. And they weren't like dudes. And I'm so fucking happy that my son's not one of those people, but also I know it's going to be hard for him in life because he's not going to be able to be like, I'm a tom girl, <laughs> you know what I mean? That doesn't exist yet. Yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> he li- and every year, like right now for Christmas, like he wants to build a dollhouse, and he's twelve, but he wants to get into it. He's like, I want to sand it, I want to paint it, I want to like, I right. want to buy all the furniture for it. He doesn't want to get dolls and play house with it, but he wants to build all these things. But then,
0: it, it, right. it's just he he wants to architect he wants to engineer yes. the house cuz he's he's in the building So his boys yes. i mean some boys mathematically you know they gravitate to that side of their brain they want to build and construct see it's it's really interesting because i think we we grew up in an interesting generation where we dealt with a lot of uh you know you think back to the old cartoons right gi joe he-man right muscular tough guys right rambo uh And I can relate to what Daniel was saying is we're always being the real tough guys. But I think as we've kind of gone through it, we've realized that, ooh, that is – that is you don't need to do that. You can be a little bit more sensitive. Um, You know, it is definitely, I feel, a coast to coast. Like, you know, you get a little bit out here, not so much, but, you know, definitely California and whatever – Daniel is is perfectly normal and and it's okay that he's sensitive. I think it's amazing. The one thing I will say is this: being a father, being a father, and my wife could agree to this. Um, it changes you as a man. You sit here and you go, "I don't have to be macho. I need to be a combination of give him a good role, you know, be a good role model, uh, be a good role model, and if he wants to cry, let him cry." Don't let him cry about everything. If he stubs his toe or whatever, I mean, if if he doesn't, if he does a superficial hurt, you know, come on, buddy, pick yourself up, rub a little dirt in it, move on. Um, but if he's sad, like right now, my son um, is going through that really hard phase of girls and boys, girls can do this, boys can do this. Um, and we've recently heard him say, you know, girls can't do that, but boys can. And both my wife and I take that equal stance of, uh, it makes no difference at all. A girl can whip your butt and he, my son's in karate and my son got his butt whipped by a girl in this past karate and he wasn't upset. And he goes, my, that girl was better than I was. You're darn right, buddy. Cause that's the way it's going to be. You know, I think it's a different generation. I think we're breaking that cycle now, I think with children, um, And we do what I'll call rugged, rough stuff that a boy and a girl can do um, because that's kind of, you know, we're, we're at the precipice here of being New Hampshire, you're kind of close to Boston, but also close enough to the, the woods where we do, we go hunting and we do stuff like that. And the point I'm making is just, it's more acceptable now to be awkward and be okay with it. And the parents have to navigate that. And, um, I think that that it's an old mentality of trying to be macho and not showing your feelings. However, with that being said, I tend to be macho and I'm stuck in that a little bit. Um, But as a father, I try to be more sensitive to that.
2: And I agree. You don't want to push your stuff on them. And you do want to, I don't know, I do feel like there's good to have some lines. But, you know, with raising my son, I feel like, I tell my daughter, do whatever you want to do. And I tell him the same thing, but in my mind, it's not that I'm uncomfortable with his decisions, but I know how it's going to be perceived by other people. And I worry about the repercussions of that. And so far there hasn't been any problems. So it's been fine. And I love him for being who he is and embracing who he is because, because it's awesome. It's like, this is what I want to do. And he does it. And he's, he doesn't feel comfortable around wild boys. He wants to be around calm people. And generally people who are calm people are women or girls. So his best friends have always been girls. And I think, and the way he talks to them and treats them, I'm just like, holy crap. Like he's going to make someone an amazing husband and maybe he doesn't end up being gay. And that's fine. I just want to be there for him. If that, whatever it is, that he wants to be or be, or is in his heart, like I want to be there for him in a hundred percent. But I don't want to say, "Oh, he must be gay because he's into girly things." You know,
0: yeah, that's where, a, that's stupid, yeah, naive.
2: Where with my daughter, yeah. I'm like, "That's awesome. She can kick some butt doing this, and then she can do her, and then she can dance and be a ballerina, and that's awesome." Like you, it's just it sucks that there is that differentiation be, between the two and. I think the more like the way they're talking about it, it's like, you know what, eventually it'll be more accepted. And I think the fact that a lot of men listen to Allison's show, honestly, that really surprised me in the very beginning because I thought, how, what men can listen to this? Honestly, that's what I thought. Because like, she talks about periods and she talks about this and that. It's like, oh, mature men. Yeah, you guys are immature. You're all <laughs> mature. <laughs> you're immature yeah, there's times- it counts. <laughs>
0: I, oh wow. I always I always laugh cuz when they do talk about stuff like that, um like the period talk, I notice the guys always get really quiet on the table and you know at, and I'm always like, "Okay, let's get through this." And, you know, that's when when Jeff drops the uh, the girl chat, you know, and I'm always like, "Yeah, moving along." I don't know if we're I don't know if we're mature, but I think that we understand that women are women and men are men and there are differences and I think us as being men fans we're respectful that there's differences, you right. know?
2: And I think we the fact that you're listening care. makes you mature. You
0: well, know, that's, to, that's going too far, but
2: you know what I mean? In some respects, <laughs> you know, I think it was David's, his whole thing of like, don't wear makeup. I, I want to meet his girlfriend. I want to hear what their whole story is because don't wear makeup. It's just a mask. You're pla- like, I feel like he would just accept a woman for a hundred percent who they are. Just like, this is who I am. And, you don't have to be anything that you don't want to be. But I also love... Hey, you...
0: The,
2: I, could I was going to you,
0: you way, met my wife. She wears no makeup at all. And she is beautiful.
2: She is. Okay. I didn't know she didn't wear makeup. I feel yep, like... She doesn't
0: wear... And now it's makeup.
2: When I don't wear makeup, that's when I get carded. <laughs> so...
0: Oh, well, how I, nice for you.
2: I'm sorry. That's when... No, when I don't <laughs> wear makeup is when I don't get carded. What did I say the first time? When I wear makeup, I, know, I, I get kidding. carded. When I don't wear makeup, I don't get carded. That's what I meant to say.
0: We met, we know what you meant.
2: Okay, cool. Let's talk about uh, JMOs. Did you guys pick a JMO that you wanted to rant about or that spoke to you, Jay?
0: I have... Uh, no, because I feel like I'm on the JMO blacklist. Ooh! I have had a couple of really good JMOs that even Allison liked one of them and a bunch of people liked, but she never read them. Ooh. And I'm like... And then... I hate to say this, but I'm like listening to these JMOs and I'm going... Uh, My JMO is way better It's not getting red. I'm boycotting the JMOs
2: <laughs> I think that we've uh, ha- We've had that mantra Lil Rafi. <laughs> I think we've had that mantra as well Because number one I've sent in a few that she has not favorited And I think They're actual JMOs They're maybe not that exciting right. But they're actually JMOs And some of them are- aren't really Lil Rafi, did you pick any or no?
1: Uh No
2: I don't know who sent it in the the apostrophe one, but and it was Monday's episode. Colonel Jeff Fox mentioned that he was doing some article on Elvis's honeymoon hideaway. So now I know where we will be going. Um, That's in Palm Springs. I've been there with Brittany. It was kind of amazing. We tried to break in. (laughs) I was too chicken.
0: That sounds so dirty, though. You were (laughs) anyway. But that's cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, the acorns thing, I don't know who sent that one either, but Demian oh. said he had sent that in uh before and it did sound familiar to me. Also
0: Allison And Allison doesn't yeah, I would say, Allison doesn't know anything about acorns. When you there yeah. is something kind of satisfying when you step on an acorn on like when it's on, yeah. on like a cobblestone and it cracks. It's, it's awesome.
2: It is awesome. And her right. and Colonel Jeff both said, Oh, we must not have any uh yeah, oak oak trees around here. I'm like or acorns around here. I'm like, ah, uh, California live oak. Ever heard of it? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hmm. anyway. I thought for sure <laughs> Colonel Jeff would be. Uh, yeah, there's acorns everywhere, but maybe they don't get outside of L.A. too much. But
0: that's where we. That's when we missed the old hashtag Al because he would say oh, something. Was Al know? And yeah. Al would have known.
2: Old Eagle Scout Al. Right. If you go outside of L.A., if you go north anywhere between there and san francisco it's all oak trees if you go south it's all oak trees acorns as far as the eye can see and north
0: america it's north america okay i mean coast to coast
2: you can crunch away um (laughs) (laughs) james leroy wilson (laughs) sent in the one about going to not going to an establishment that that gets closed and then you realize i should have gone to it and patronized it i think that's Somewhere along the lines of that. And it made me think of the Freedom Cafe. And that was pretty much it. But I do have that feeling of, oh, I should go to that place. And then it closes. And I'm like, oh, if I would have gone, it'd still be open. And then we'll end it with Colonel's Kernels. This isn't a soap dispenser. This is a time machine. 420
0: somewhere. <laughs> it smells like tinkle in here. Two dozen Barbie heads. I was going to walk around and let this fart out. Lumberjack. Lumberjack.
2: That's a good place to end it.
1: Uh, that was a good
0: place. We covered a lot.
2: It We did. I rambled. It was, I feel like after like a half hour, I'm like, we got this. We're going to be done. And now it's hour 46. I'm like, I, fuck. How did that I happen? I
0: know. I know. It's the same thing. I feel so bad. And I always feel like Raphael says nothing because I can't shut my freaking mouth.
2: That's my whole mantra every week. I'm like, shut up, Lisa. Uh, Let Rafi talk once in a while.
0: I know. I know. I feel so bad. So, Rafi, I'm really sorry. <laughs> me, 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 me.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: I'm here.
2: Also, really quick, this is I don't even know where this came from. I don't know why, but because they were talking about babysitters being in an OC. And By the way, OC, I don't say OC, but I just did. Uh, Orange County has 34 cities in it. It's fucking huge. So, let's stop calling it the OC, fucking for please. Fucking for please.
0: Uh, is that in the Webster's? <sighs>
2: That's that's the only thing it says on my Wikipedia page.
0: <laughs> yeah, fucking for please and put it on a watch.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. And
0: then spouse, spouse, <laughs> Colonel Jeff Fox.
2: Mm. Just
0: kidding. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
2: What? Colonel Lisa. What's the wife of a colonel? Oh, it's Lisa Fox. <laughs> <Shall> we- <laughs> oh, my God. I've fucking lost my mind. Jay, where can we find you?
0: You can find me at J underscore Inslee on Twitter, um, and don't forget to support Jenna Kim Jones and hashtag Al on Patreon as well as Allison Rosen. So spend that Patreon money, spread it around.
2: Oh, so, I, I was picturing something, but that doesn't go well with. Sorry, not sorry. All right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, little Rafi, where can we find you?
1: You can find me at RMC Guitars. And or napping on a couch. (laughs) I
2: apologize for not uh, uh, plugging you last week. What? (laughs) Stop it. Sorry, never mind. I forgot to say your Twitter handle last week. And then I tagged you with the wrong name. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm horrible.
1: God. I get it. You're trying to erase me (laughs) from the show. Oh...
0: Never! Oh Raffi, come on. Big hug. You're yeah, the best.
2: Exactly. If you want to be on the show, if you want a big I giant know. hug, email beafancast <laughs> at gmail.com. We need some new people up in here. Uh, I'm looking at you, Stacy, and I'm looking at you, Trisha. And I'm looking at you, Tamara, and
0: there's so many. I'm Actually seeing it there didn't
2: O'Clair, has player. And how about Adriana? Come on and fight for your first name. I want to know your last name. Acevedo, Aceveda? I need to know. I probably fucked that yeah, right up. Bru-
0: Bruised by Don hasn't been on either.
2: No, and he doesn't go to and he, podcasts, and he doesn't come to the group recording. Right, he likes away. he likes
0: everybody. He supports yeah, everybody, he and he has and I and he's amazing.
2: He is amazing. He's so great. Like to talk to him in person, he's amazing. He's a cool yeah. dude. He's into some rad stuff, and he plies me with plenty of beer. So the next group recording. Bruce White, on at least come over to my house, have a drink at my bar. You don't have to get recorded. Follow me on Twitter at JMOs and BFFs and the show at BFFancast. Brittany, I fucking love you. Uh, thank you and good night. What do I see?